0: We got news that Wayne Maxner had passed away, and you may know Wayne because maybe he sold you a car at some point. He did that in his life, but played in the National Hockey League, he coached in the National Hockey League, and he had the very unique distinction of coaching both the London Knights and the Windsor Spitfires. Rivals, yes, but Wayne found a way to push both of those teams to big heights, the Spitfires, into an OHL championship series. The London Knights, they had one of their best regular season teams under Wayne Maxner in the late 80s. And we have an opportunity now to talk with Jim Van Horn about Wayne Maxner. And if you knew Max, you know why now when everybody is telling stories about him, why when they say his name, they smile.
1: Yep, yeah, exactly right uh what a character what a what a canadian legend i swear if this would if he was an american story there would be movies and books uh about his life what a great canadian story kind of from the north end of halifax and uh kind of rink rat there as he kind of connived his way into a job at the old uh, halifax forum to get more ice time and improve his skating and then uh you know forgotten is his playing career which was like, he was the best player in the OHA by far in his uh, senior season at Niagara Falls and um won the Eddie uh, Power uh, power trophy and uh, went to the memorial cup and you know what a legend and uh, that was a great team with uh, Terry Crisp and ron shock and gary dernhofer they were like the dominant team in the country they eventually would lose to edmonton in a and back in those days memorial cup was uh, was always hard fought and there were stories of police escorts and brawls and and this was 62 63 and um you know he was uh he was the top player in the oha and um Kind of derailed on his playing career by a broken leg, um, that, that he did, I think, while playing baseball, which he was also very good at and, uh, never really kind of recovered, uh, from in his hockey. But then the coaching legend, um, you know, that, that story is just another chapter. Um, my gosh, the, the league at that time, he was such, such a big part of uh, Ontario Hockey League's development.
0: Well, went on to play in the NHL, played 62 games, and it's one of those stories where you look, and Jim, in 62 games with the Boston Bruins, he had eight goals. He had 17 points, and you would think, well, that's some production for a young guy. Ended up playing in the American League, and then eventually turned to coaching, and it started... With the Windsor Spitfires, and you can actually find this on YouTube. Please find this on YouTube. There are segments of something that the Windsor Spitfires did that look so much like things that are done now. The behind the scenes that they did. And this was the 70s. Yeah,
1: and you'll notice in that video, like it was all him. This was before it was a bit of a mom and pop operation, the OHL. And uh you know he uh was it, he, and never has a figure fit a city uh at a time like Wayne Maxner fit Windsor when Windsor was just coming into the league. The league was in expansion mode, they went to Windsor, and that had to work, and he kind of started in the old southern Ontario. Uh, junior League, um, and and the Spitfires won the division, won there, and then he went to Hull, came back to Windsor, and just the fit, the teams he liked to put together. But it was there was no assistant coaches necessarily, there was no uh, real great support staffs. Uh, it was him. he was the, and you get that feeling in that video. It was it was an era where it was Burt Templeton, uh, Wayne Maxner, uh, Bill Long. Uh, Brian Kilray, and they were the figures, right? They were it. And, um and, and never did. Uh, he had, in five years, he had that OHL, uh, the Spitfires in the OHL final. And you go back to the OHL final 1980, it was Max against Mike Keenan of Peterborough in the final. Peterborough would win it, but those were the two, those two were the hottest names in coaching at the time in terms of prospects and and um, Keenan, you know what uh, career he had. Max would, a couple years later, be in the National Hockey League, uh, hired by Ted Lindsay in Detroit. And then the London part, the London chapter, both wearing a black hat as Windsor coach, and wearing a white hat, put together some great teams with the Knights. And just, uh, you know, the ups and downs of hockey just, uh, just were amazing in his life.
0: Wayne Maxner. Passed away at the age of 80. We are talking with Jim Van Horn about Wayne Maxner. Jim, take us back to when Wayne Maxner was hired in London. It was 1986. He would remain the Knights coach until 1990, and then he returned to Windsor when a guy who has NHL coaching experience is brought to town to coach at the OHL level. What Mm -hmm. is it that people were saying, thinking at that time?
1: Yeah, it was a transition for the knights when he came to London. It was Howard Darwin hired him, and it was in the in the process of being sold. The team Howard had decided, okay, I'm I'm getting out of London, and um, so I think it, that first year was really hard because uh, it was kind of sale mode. There was very little kind of support. It was kind of the writing was on the wall. They weren't it, Brendan Shanahan uh was in his uh, second year with the Knights at that time and um they didn't they didn't do very well and um you know I think it was it was a really tough year on then this rebirth uh when uh Al Al Martin and Bob Wilson um bought and Jack Robillard bought the team all of a sudden there were resources and uh new uniforms and new spirit and and uh assistant coaches he was very proud of his coaching tree. Uh, you know, I mean, at that time, I brought in Danny Flynn or Gary Agnew or Mike Kelly. Those guys have had wonderful coaching careers. He was so proud of uh, Claude Julie and Joel Quenville were part of his coaching tree, I guess, as players. Um, and he always would tell stories about that. And uh, those three, his final three years in London, which, you know, the last of the years uh, turned out to be his final great coaching moment, 1990. I'll never forget it. It was a Saturday. Global TV's in town. Knights clinch uh, on the last Saturday of the season, and uh, it was euphoria. The place was packed. Uh, the Knights clinch first place and then had to get on the bus the next day to go to Niagara Falls to finish the season in what would amount to a meaningless game, and the Knights kind of, I think – Celebrated that night, the Saturday night, went into Niagara and lost 9 2 on the very final day of the season. Ended up playing Niagara in the first round of the playoffs. And Brad May and Keith Primo engineer this huge upset. Um, And the Knights, which it's kind of a really good forgotten team, a division winner. Chris Taylor might have been the best player in the league. And Niagara wins the series in six games. And that was Max's last uh hurrah as london knights coach and really his last great uh coaching moment winning that division but it was just kind of a in that weekend and in that first round series you kind of got the uh the ups and downs of of hockey and the way it kind of deals sometimes but he was it was always he was a he had that gleam in his eye he always had a great quote a story uh and he knew that he could he could fill a building the year before there was uh Three seven-game series, and uh, he would always kind of smile about the money he made for his owners and uh, and all of that. He was just a, a a true hockey character of the likes of which I uh, don't think we'll see for a long forever.
0: Learned to skate on Chocolate Lake in Nova yep. Scotia, Jim. Yes. Thank you for remembering Wayne Maxner with us this um, morning. No problem. That is Jim Van Horn. As we talk about the life of Wayne Maxner, Wayne passed away yesterday at the age of 80. And if you're wondering about funeral arrangements, um, Wayne Maxner had requested that there not be a funeral in lieu of a funeral as ashes again are going to be returned home where they will be spread on Chocolate Lake.